This episode is brought to you by Graybar. Graybar is a trusted and leading North American distributor of electrical, communications, data networking, and industrial products that supports projects of any industry. Construction, hospitals, industrial plants, schooling, and more. Yep, Graybar does that. Graybar operates with one clear mission, to serve as the vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. But here's what makes them different from the competition. Being able to effectively navigate supply chains to get products on-site and on-time is crucial these days. And Graybar's nationwide logistics network, with over 290 locations across the country, assists owners and professionals build and maintain the operations in their electrical, communications, and industrial world by providing them what they need, when and where they need it, and within budget. Yep, Graybar does that. To view more information on their services, head to graybar.com. That's G-R-A-Y-B-A-R dot com. Yep, Graybar does that. This episode is brought to you by Modern Mammals at ModernMammals.com, where you get 10% off when you use the code GOLFSMARTER. Now, if you were to ask me what my greatest asset was, you may be surprised that I wouldn't take more than a blink of an eye to tell you that it was my hair. Every barber I've had in my life raves about my hair, and even today, I get jealous comments because I still have a full head of healthy hair. Well, that's why I'm so happy that we have Modern Mammals showing their support for the Golf Smarter community. Modern Mammals' goal is to keep your hair and head natural. That means they don't distort your pH balance and natural oils like normal shampoos would. And unlike shampoos, the products from Modern Mammals don't have harsh detergents that suds up and dry out your hair and head. And unlike conditioners, they don't leave your hair limp and frizzy. Instead, they lightly clean your hair and scalp, cleansing hair while protecting its strength and texture. And their products are designed to make your hair feel thicker. So go to ModernMammals.com and use the code GOLFSMARTER. It's one word, GOLFSMARTER, for 10% off. That's ModernMammals.com. And use that GOLFSMARTER checkout code for 10% so they know that we sent you. And there's a link in our show notes to go directly to the Golf Smarter landing page. ModernMammals.com. I'd like to start off by saying no one should be a member of the Shiva Science Society. I don't know that there's a calling to be a member of the Shiva Science Society, but the society embraces some of the finer aspects of the game of golf. People who are members of the society for different reasons. People want to find other like-minded golfers. So if the book Golf in the Kingdom resonates with you, you might be someone who wants to be a member of the Shiva Science Society. So you can meet more people that are like you, that appreciate the game for some of the reasons you do. Hey, this is Steve Bruskern calling from Scottsdale, Arizona. I play at Pinnacle Peak Country Club, and I am Golf Smarter number 831. Congratulations, Steve. You've just earned a year-long membership to Dynamic Golfers by introducing today's episode. Stay tuned to hear how you can get one for yourself. Golf in the Kingdom and the Chivas Iron Society with Executive Director Ben Klein. This is Golf Smarter. 
sharing stories, tips, and insights from great golf minds to help you lower your score and raise your golf IQ. Here's your host, Fred Green. Welcome back to the Golf Smarter Podcast, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here, Fred. Thanks for having it's me. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show. We, we played golf together recently, which was a lot of fun down in the Monterey area. Yes, we did. Your backyard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Carmel Valley Ranch. I'm actually wearing my Carmel Valley Ranch shirt that I bought there today oh, wow. because I'm going out and playing with John today. Oh, good. Tell him hi. I will do so. Um, you were you are actually on this show a long time ago, episode 160. Wow. And, I, and this one's, I think we're going to have this as episode 831. So it's been a while since you've been on. Um, and the last what time... What took us so long? Yeah, well, the last time you were on, you were talking about a book that you wrote, right? Well, I was probably talk, talking about my master's thesis. So it never became a book. It um, never became a book. We talked about a book to be. But it was uh, a master's well, thesis. Okay, uh, if that's the way we remember it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing a sports psychology master's degree, and I did my thesis on uh, mindfulness practice and the anxious golfer. And uh, uh, if I turned it into a book, I'm sure it would uh, not become a bestseller. But uh, oh, but it would sell. Anxious. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about that for mindfulness and the anxious golfer? Can we talk about that for the, the I'm segment? sure it will dovetail beautifully into whatever we talk about next. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, you know, mindfulness and the anxious golfer. Mindfulness has become, uh, um, I hate to say a buzzword. Uh, there's so many people talking about it these days, but it's something that is so integral to golf. Um, it, well, yeah. Uh, we've, so we've you know, had conversations with, with Dr. Joe Parent so many times. Sure. And even Fred Shoemaker. Yeah, yeah. And, and Golf in the Kingdom, of course, is, uh, you know, a, a, a book that starts with a young man going to England to study mindfulness and yoga, uh, or going to India, rather, and, and, and stops in Scotland for around the golf. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Mindfulness is a buzzword that's been around for, I don't know, maybe 3,000 years. <laughs> uh, at least the practice has been. Right. And in today's age of anxiety, uh, it's, uh, it's a very helpful tool. And I think it's a helpful tool that um, uh, is, is great in many situations. And since golf is such a metaphor for life in many different ways, uh, mindfulness is a great way to help cultivate uh, more awareness in our uh, practice with the game of golf as well as just in life in general. And We're going to talk a lot more about golf in the kingdom and Shiva's Iron and the Shiva's Iron Society, which you are now the executive director of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about that later, but I want to get back to, to anxious golfers because okay. I don't know. I'm just, I don't think people even accept the fact that maybe they are anxious, even if they're like, I'm not an anxious person, but on the golf course, it's probably they are. How do we well, recognize that? Well, I I don't know if it's important to recognize it. I, I think mm. we're all on a spectrum of uh, anxiety, maybe, or presence, and I don't know that there are opposites. Um, I do know, I do believe, uh, and I think there's evidence to show it, that uh, if you practice mindfulness, uh, or meditation, 
in its various forms. It, it's, it can't hurt. Um, it's uh, a calming presence. It helps to uh, quiet the mechanisms in our brain that interfere with being present and allow us to uh, be present to what is in the present moment. When we're being anxious, we're either thinking about something in the future that hasn't happened yet, like hitting a shot over a, a lake to a tight pin position or, uh, you know, a job interview that it's in the future or, you know, any of a million things. But um, when we are present, you're only present to the fact that there's hammering in the background or there's you and I sitting here having a conversation. Uh, the temperature is uh, a little chillier than room temperature and uh, just, you know, uh, the sounds, the birds flying in the background. Um, that's being in the present moment. And mindfulness is a practice where you just constantly bring yourself back to that present moment. And it's an exercise and it, and it trains our brain. And um, uh, I wish I did more of it. Um, and that's on me. Um, but I know that when I do practice more regularly, uh, I feel um, happier and, um, mm. and more present. And I probably play better golf when I'm, you know, in, uh, in a, where I practice more, more consistently. Right, right. Could be motivation enough just to practice every day, but, uh, you know. Sure, of course. But life gets in the way sometimes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And thank you for, for um, explaining to us that there is construction going on in your house as we're doing this yeah. <laughs> recording. So yeah. that's what the sounds are that you'll, you'll be hearing there. Um, so mindfulness is meditation or it is not meditation? I, 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 you kind of seem to equate that mindfulness comes from meditation, but I've never, I've never practiced meditation. Well, uh, there are uh, various forms of meditation. Uh, okay. And, I find um, golf to be very meditative. Well, you know, when I was going back to my master's thesis, um, I had my participants in my study do a seated mindfulness meditation, which is a one form of meditation. There are meditations with mantras. There are, um, you know, yoga could be called a form of moving meditation. There's walking meditation. But in, in mindfulness meditation, what you do is you you sit in a place and um, uh, get comfortable and try and maintain your posture and uh, maybe focus on something specific like your breath. And when you find that your mind wanders, you just gently bring yourself back to your breath, noticing the sensations of the air going in and out. And uh, if you get distracted with the thought about the future or the past, you notice it eventually. Uh, or you don't, but hopefully you notice it and you come back. And the more you do it, the faster you come back, uh, the more you're in a state of presence, uh, the more beautiful it is. And, uh, but, uh, and, and so in my study, I also had people practice golf mindfully. So for 20 minutes a day, I, I asked them to, and they worked up to it, to sit and, uh, and, and meditate or be, be mindful uh, and do a mindfulness meditation practice. And then I asked them to do 20 minutes of golf mindfulness practice and i let them choose what they wanted to be mindful of uh, whether it was the head of the club or be mindful of the ball or be mindful of uh swing path so um and i got some of these ideas of what to practice uh from 
uh, a different Fred, Fred Shoemaker, who's a, a friend of the society and a, a great friend of mine. Uh, and uh, from his book, um, Extraordinary Golf, which I recommend yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. No, Fred has been on the show multiple times, and uh, Extraordinary Golf, the video, and Extraordinary Golf, the book, is just, um, sh- it's like must-read for any golfer um, who thinks more about the game than just their swing thoughts. Um, it, it, it'll put you in a new place, and it'll it'll impact your game. No question, it'll impact yeah. your game. Yeah. Um, I, I have uh, I have monkey mind, right? So it's very hard for me to center my thoughts in one spot without being distracted by sure. multiple things. And getting back to it is not always easy because my mind's just going all, all in all different directions at all at all times. Um, but capturing my breath on the golf course. Um, trying to center myself before a shot, not after the shot as much as from mm-hmm. walking to the ball, you know, from where I hit to where my next shot is. That's, right. that's where everything is going. But trying to get the, that minute, that two-minute segment of time focused on slowing down my breathing, dropping my shoulders, right? Focusing mm-hmm. on the ball, not the result of the shot, but just what I want the swing to feel like. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, came, it, it's really what brought me to, to doing golf smarter. Uh, it's why uh-huh. the, the first, the first guest I had was Dr. Joe Parent of Zen golf. Yeah. Um, and board and then, member of the Shiva Siren Society and a board member and a great friend of Shiva Siren Society. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you, what do you do on the golf course as far as your mindfulness? I probably do the same thing you do, um, because, um, one of the things that brought me to, uh, learn about mindfulness, uh, was that I have the mind very similar to yours and we're probably not the only two people that way. Yeah, um, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I deal with, uh, you know, I mean, I think walking to the ball, breathing and being conscious and trying trying to be mindful um, is is a, a good start and a good exercise. Um, I, if I could do that a few shots around, that's probably uh, you know a lot and, and it's great. Um, yeah, it's just I'm just like every other anxious golfer out there, which is why <laughs> I, I chose to kind of study it and uh, uh, you know, same same. All right. Well, let's let's get ourselves into a mindful position here and take a quick time out. And okay. then we'll come back and continue the conversation with Ben Klein right after this. This episode of Golf Smarter is brought to you by Dynamic Golfers. I'm all in on Dynamic Golfers because I can honestly say that after doing these workouts multiple times each week for almost a year now, I've definitely noticed a distinct lack of post-round aches and pains. But let's talk about the intensity of these workouts, because if it was me and I was told that I needed to work out five times each week for at least an hour and focus on getting my heart rate up, I'm gone. That's just not how I roll. That's part of what I love about Dynamic Golfer's Workouts. 
15 to 20 minutes of dynamic stretches that are simple to do and well explained. Even if you've never done yoga before, and this isn't yoga, in more than 100 sessions, I've never had to do a downward dog or a warrior two pose. That's another thing I like about these video workouts. Before I begin, I can check to see what equipment I'll need to complete the session. And almost every piece of gear required suggests an alternative if you don't own, let's say, a yoga block. I've used a golf club when they suggest a stick. Some other, air quotes, equipment you'll be asked to incorporate are a tennis ball, a chair, foam roller, and always a yoga mat. Each exercise is anywhere from 20 to 45 seconds long, and there's a nice meditative musical theme running behind the explanation of what to do. My workout this morning, number 160 of 419, included these meditative exercises. Dynamic neck stretch, pyramid pose with blocks, chest opener, chair pigeon pose, calf stretch sequence, rolling pec stretch, Dynamic dive with rotation, rotating arms, can opener with block, seated four with calf release, roll upper back. Oh, I love that one. And finally, pec massage. And at just over 20 minutes, this was one of the longer workouts in the daily stretching and mobility workouts. And again, I can't emphasize enough. These sessions are specifically designed to enhance flexibility and mobility for golfers. If you run to stay in shape, that's great, but it's not helping what your body needs for golf. As you check your progress, you'll feel and see results within four weeks. Right now, Dynamic Golfers is offering Golf Smarter listeners a seven-day free trial at 15% off with the coupon code GOLFSMARTER. One word, GOLFSMARTER. Again, dynamicgolfers.com slash golfsmarter and sign up for their seven-day free trial and 15% off the membership with that coupon code GOLFSMARTER. That's dynamicgolfers.com slash GOLFSMARTER. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I'd love to talk about the book Golf in the Kingdom. I think it's... Um, I, it's one of the few, I just started reading it again. Once I knew that we were going to be doing this, I thought I need to read golf in the kingdom again. What, what's going on here? Cause I know they've tried to make movies, but the book just on its own, um, has created the Shiva's iron society, right? Yeah. Which you were executive director. Um, and they did, they did make a movie of it, by the way, they did. They, yeah. they well, there's been attempts at making good movies at it, and I don't know if Michael was ever happy with any of the movies or not. I haven't talked to him about it. I haven't talked to him about it either. But, yeah, uh, the my, Michael Murphy, author of Golf in the Kingdom, um, and uh, one of the founders of Esalen, right? Yep. He yeah. Founded okay. the Esalen Institute uh, way exactly. back when. Right. Yeah. And Golf in the Kingdom is um, 
one of those books that if if it connects with you, it really connects with you. I'm sure there are people who read it, they're going, what? What is this? Yeah. Oh, are they trying to do bagger fans here? No, <laughs> it was the other way around, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, Mike, the... Michael's been on the show a couple times. Yeah, And uh, he actually, um, my wife's cousin was one of the founders of Eslon with him, and they years ago when they had that article in Look Magazine, uh-huh. there was a picture from Esalon in the, in the 60s, in the black and white cover, and there were the, all these people hugging, and they were making it look like a big sex party and stuff, and on the cover was the picture of my wife's cousin. <laughs> oh, that's great. And that's Michael, great. and I talked to Michael about the cousin, he goes, oh yeah, of course, I remember Arthur. Yeah, great. Yeah, well, when I first kind of took over uh, the society, I um, went to Esalen and uh, had a, uh, a meeting with, with Michael and uh, had a nice little conversation, recorded it. And, uh, nice. Uh, it, was, it was, I mean, that's one of the nice things of, of being part of the society is, and, and, and especially in my role, uh, having an opportunity to spend a little bit of time with, with Michael Murphy because he's, uh, he's a unique character. Um, and, you know, special he's, man. He's a special man. He's, he channeled golf in the kingdom is, is how he, he talks about it yeah uh, he'll, he'll say that you know um, authors or great authors uh, get one shot at, at, at a great book and golf of the kingdom was it for him he's written several other really interesting books um as well but uh but golf in the kingdom you're right is uh really uh it spawned a small industry i guess and in, in the fact that you know a, a movie came out of it and the show's iron society which was started by steve cohen uh be 30 years june of this year at the uh at the u.s open it was at, at pebble beach they they uh steve kind of uh kindled the the shivas iron society and uh it's 50 years uh this year that golf in the kingdom was written wow and uh, you mentioned uh joe parent uh, it's 20 years uh, this year that Zen Golf has been out. So, right, uh, um, right. Yeah, well, Steve, um, a blessed memory. Yeah. Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen was on episode 34 of Golf Smarter. He was on oh. a long, long time ago when I, I first met. I went to a Shivas event in San Rafael at McGinnis, and oh. uh, that's where I met Michael. And um, was that the night golf one? No, no, it was okay. before that. Okay. okay. And, and um, yeah, let's see. So Dr. Alba was there, uh-huh. and Glenn was there, and um, Joe was there. Fred was not, uh-huh. uh, but I did meet Steve and, and Michael at the time. Yeah. And so brought them along. Tell me, uh, Golf in the Kingdom from your perspective. Give me your okay. story about Golf in the Kingdom uh, and, and how you interpret the book. Yeah, I can't remember when I first read it. You know, I, I came to California about 18 years ago to see about a girl. And uh, um, I was living up not far from McGinnis in, in Marin County. And um, uh, I guess I probably found Golf in the Kingdom and Extraordinary Golf and Zen Golf all, all, all around the same time. But... Um, um, and I met I met Steve Cohen because I went down to uh, Esalen Institute because someone had told me about a workshop called the Golf in the Kingdom Workshop, 
and that would have been about 17 years ago. And Steve Cohen was leading the workshop with Bill Kondaxis, uh, who's a golf coach with Extraordinary Golf, which is Fred's Fred Shoemaker School. And um, uh, the two of them uh, uh, led this four-day thing at Esalen, and Esalen uh, is, is, is kind of a, a unique place uh, down in Big Sur, California, just uh, uh, about uh, 20-some miles south of uh, Carmel and Pebble Beach. Anyway, um, so I don't know if I'd read golf or read it, yeah, golf in the kingdom before that or not, maybe not. Um, but you know, I, I guess I got kind of immersed in it. Um, and, uh, under, kind of got why the, there was a society cause it's, it is a, uh, transformational book. It's about transformation. <clears throat> it's about give, golf. An, give an overview of the book. If, you, if what you remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, as executive director of the society, I should probably read it, you know, every year. And it's been a while since I've, I've, I've read it, but, uh, and, and you know, it's the kind of book you can read every year because oh, you're going to get something different every single time. And, and there are members uh, of the society that, you know, read it religiously and, you know, quote passages of it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, good sure. for you. Okay. And, yeah, right. and <laughs> <laughs> that's just not how I roll, but that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so the book, I actually alluded to it earlier, it's a story about a guy named Michael. Uh, you could guess it's the, it's the author. People have postulated whether the book is true or or not true and what golf course Burning Bush is based on. Um, and people will swear that they know the answer. Um, and I'm, I, I think I know the answer and I'm not going to say. Because um, <laughs> the book is also about mystery and, uh, and, and mysticism. But it's a story of Michael, who's on his way to India to study with Aurobindo, this great Indian seer and teacher, and uh, stops in Scotland and, and stops in the pro shop and says, hey, I'd really love to have a game of golf. And that guy in the pro shop says, well, uh, our pro, Shivas Irons, is about to give a playing lesson, and there's, there's room on the tee if you'd like to join. And so the book starts off with this round of golf. And Michael's playing golf and wanting to show how good he is just like we all want to do when we're playing with strangers. Right. And, and, and gets all frustrated. And then the round goes through. It's, uh, it's actually the way the lesson is taught is it's you play six holes. It's broken into three parts. You play six holes for score. You play six holes for technique and you play, they played six holes for true gravity. And, uh, anyway, so, um, Michael observes this and, um, plays, like crap because he's trying to play great on the on the front nine. And he plays really well on the back nine, and uh, so that's that's the first part of the book. And then it goes into the bar and the conversation in the bar, which leads to a, a, a dinner. And uh, the dinner uh, uh, takes place with uh, an interesting cast of characters, uh, including Shivas eventually, and um, and then they go f- from the dinner to. Uh, uh, Shippus and Michael go off on their own and uh, a little exploration and it gets really into the mystical, mystical part. And then the last part of the book uh, is, is kind of an, an appendix, as, as I recall, and explores why the why a round is 18 holes and, and why a golf ball is white and uh, why it's circular and, you know, what is the hole all about and uh, gets um, kind of uh, uh, esoteric and interesting and, and, uh, and different and uh, that's that's my summation. There's actually um, a a good synopsis of the book 
on our Shivas Iron Society website at www.shivas.org. I don't know. I guess you don't need the www anymore. But anyway, um, and it, and I took that synopsis and in uh, uh, great part from a book uh, that is about the history of the Esalen Institute. Um, so if you want to find more about it, go go onto our website. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I'm going to keep this conversation going, but we're going to take another time out. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So when we played golf together back in November, it was uh -huh. actually the anniversary. I, I was playing really well. You were playing well. Um, we had just driven down that day. It was a three-hour drive. John and I came down. We were staying overnight. And, um, yeah, we had just driven down three hours. And uh, it was November 4th, and I remember this because it was the anniversary of my parents' passing, mm. um, like 57 years, something crazy like that. And um, so... I was fine with it, but then all of a sudden, something crossed my mind, hmm. and I got totally distracted. I had three holes in a row where I triple bogeyed, and I don't do that. Um, I haven't done that in a long, long time, and I just wrote it off to, okay, I'm distracted. That's hmm. okay. Yeah. Let's, get back, let's get back to where I was, and then I, yeah. I think I finished the round okay. Yeah. Um, you, my recollection... Is you played really, really well because I'd played with you once before and you played fine before, but you improved. Yeah, which... but we played years ago. We played well over a decade ago. I mean, we played yeah. a long time ago together. And, and the thing about it is most golfers don't get a whole lot better than the, after three years of playing the game or, or whatever the length of time is. And right. uh, you, you played great. And it's also interesting that you remember because our minds are kind of wired uh, to remember neg negative things. Um, and, um, that's, that's, of course. you know, I, I, my recollection of your round was all the, the great shots you hit. And if, if I were to remember my round and think about it, I'd probably remember the bad shots too. But, um, but I thought you played great and, um, that you were distracted by, um, such a profound memory, um, is just, that's just being, very human and and that's a special thing i think so um thank you embrace it yeah thank you um so i want to go back to shivas irons okay not talk about me on this um you, you know you, you this mystical journey yeah where it, it in some ways it's almost an hallucinogenic journey well yeah and who knows 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's it's phantasmagorical, I guess. Uh, uh, there's there's some some definite mystery. There's uh, you know, Shiva Siren's teacher uh, uh, makes makes an apparitional appearance uh, in the book and in the movie, I guess. Uh, um, so um, it's. Yeah, and it's it's Michael Murphy, right? It's uh, it's his, yeah, it's his exactly. book, it's his story that he'll tell you that he channeled because he wrote it very quickly. Um, uh, I don't, I can't remember if it was three weeks or three months it took him to to, to put it uh, down to, to paper, but um, uh, it's it's a great story. And uh, yeah, well, one, and again, it's not for everyone. No. It really isn't for everyone. But I have a feeling that the golf smarter audience, it, it, you know, if the kind of things that we talk about on this show mm-hmm. uh, intrigue you and capture you, then you might want to look into reading Golf in the Kingdom if you haven't already. Yeah, like I said, um, the 50th I've, anniversary is, is this year, and yeah. I, I think there's going to be uh, a republication, possibly, I don't know. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's a great time to, to pick it up again. It really is. And I, I think... I think there's only one book that I in my life that I've read m- more than once. Yeah. And that's probably just twice, and that was Catcher in the Rye. Mm. And now I'm going to um, read. I, I just started the other night. Just started reading uh, Golf in the Kingdom again, and I and I intend to like really read it this time. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting into it and like and going over paragraphs that I may have monkey mind out. Yeah, you know, sure, and, and miss. And go wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's go over that one again. And just in the introduction and the setup alone, yeah. I even downloaded the audiobook too. Oh, I yeah. mean, I bought, I, I got on my Kindle and I did the audiobook. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, there are a couple different uh, audiobook versions, I think, a uh, different, couple different readers, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, I listened to one of them and um, it, it's good. Yeah, I, I, I generally prefer to have a book in front of me, but, uh, but that's a good one. I'm a Kindle kind of guy. Yeah. I can't. I can't do books because uh-huh. I fall asleep when I read, and whenever I have a book, I lose my place. Oh. I have no idea where I was. That's what I love about having a Kindle. Actually, if it wasn't for a Kindle, I wouldn't have been reading as much as I do. Well. I, I was never a reader, but now with a Kindle, it makes my life a lot oh, good. easier. Good. Uh, yeah. Tell me um, your favorite part. Give, uh, give me one or two of your favorite parts of Golf in the Kingdom that you may may remember. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I my favorite part of the book is is really that dinner table conversation uh where they go around the table uh each each person who's there um and there's a, a couple who's there and uh, you know one of them's a doctor and um there's the a wife of the host who gives one of the most famous speeches which is about she says they're all talking about what they love about the game of golf and she, she says you know, golf is about men loving men. So it's, you know, when, when you're out there playing with your buddies, uh, it's a way of expressing love uh, and, uh, you know, being, you know, comrades in arms, uh, struggling together, uh, you know, fighting a battle together because, you know, it's a war against the, the game and the course and ourselves. And um, But it, it's about appreciation of being out there together and supporting one another and, um uh, fighting together and you know maybe competing uh but uh that that, that whole conversation where everyone t- says what they love about the game uh, uh i thought was probably the most profound part for me what do you love about the game oh uh, 
so much. Uh, I, I love how it's a mirror to my mind. Uh, I love, and I've said this before, uh, uh, I, I love how it connects me with my father, who's been gone for uh, a few decades at this point in time. And because uh, he played the game and we played a couple times growing up together. And I probably said this on your podcast when we first uh, uh, got together many, many moons ago. But, uh, you know, we, we I would love to have played uh, been playing golf with with dad now, you know, uh, to, to share that. So uh, to share the game because it's, uh, you know, just hit, hitting those shots and being out in nature and uh, the architectures of, of the different courses and stuff. There's just so much to love about golf. Um, uh, being with your buddies. Uh, uh, I, I love going out alone in the evening and maybe just playing nine holes. Uh, the walk, just being outside and uh, feeling the ground beneath my feet and hitting some good shots and hitting some bad shots and and, and learning, just really uh, learning to try to master something that I'll never master, just kind of like my own mm. mind. So, uh, wow! Yeah. How Fred Shoemaker of you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's the you gotta uh, if you've not been to shivas.org. That's S H I V A S shivas.org. You need to go there, tool around, learn about it, and then check out the video from Fred Shoemaker from Extraordinary Golf. Yeah. And it'll put you in a place, if you just listen to his rhythm and what he says, and it's beautifully shot, um, it just puts you in a place that makes you want to get out on the golf course and not just to hit balls. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you want to absorb the course in your feet yeah. and feel it from the ground up. The golf is a game that's meant for walking, lad. That's what the, the book <laughs> says. That it's one of the one of the quotes. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, rhythm is uh, so important, and um, music's always been a big part of my life. And rhythm's a big part of music, and uh, uh, it's it's my my other passion, uh, golf and, and music. So. Yeah. Interestingly, um, I have in my pre-shot routine, I have a rhythm that goes through my head, a tempo uh-huh. um, that, that helps my swing. And because music was always a big part of my life as well. Mm-hmm. And recently I played with my son and he, he likes having a speaker on on the golf oh, cart yeah. that he drives in. Yeah. And a couple of times I had to say, you gotta, you gotta mute that. You gotta turn it down. Something. It's really distracting me, and uh-huh. I can't get in my rhythm because I'm really distracted yeah. by it. It's like you got headphones. Put them on. <laughs> Why do I need to hear that? Stop it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, this younger generation. Yeah. All right, those kids. All right. One more break. We'll be back. We're going to talk about Shiva Iron Society and the changes that Ben would make and that Shivas would make to golf when given the chance. After this. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ben, this is a question that I've asked a couple people recently, and I'm real curious to get the the Shiva Sion perspective mm. and yours. Yeah. Um, but if um, you were made commissioner of golf, mm-hmm. the world of golf, okay. tomorrow, uh-huh. today, it was just announced, um, what would be the first thing you would change? Uh, golf would be 13 holes long. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean... I, I love the new equipment. I just got some new clubs, and I'm excited to get out and play with them and stuff. So, uh, you know, and and, and I like you make it. it mandatory to be fitted for clubs. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I like that the new equipment allows me to hit it, you know, almost as far or maybe farther as I get better uh, te- technique-wise. Um, so I, I wouldn't change the ball or anything. Maybe, maybe maybe the pros should have their own equipment and stuff. But I think it's also nice that we get to play with the same equipment on the same playing field that the, the best in the world get to play. So, um, yeah. Well, you're getting, so now you're getting equipment and the, and the field, yeah. it's called the field, the golf field, uh-huh. um, that the pros are playing on, but should we be playing the same rules that the pros are playing? Well, should there be a set of rules for those guys who are hitting from tee boxes that don't exist normally? I mean, they're yeah. already doing that, right? Well, I think that's one of the finer things about the game of golf is that we can play on the same field. We don't play from the same tee boxes as um, because we don't hit it as, as far as they do, um, at least most of us. And, and um, you know, so in that way, the game has accommodations for us. The rules, um, I, I like some of the recent rule changes, like only looking for a, a ball that's missing for three minutes instead of five and or yeah i guess it's three minutes um um you know and being able to if you hit a ball out of balance now you can hit your fourth shot from the fairway uh where it went out uh that's that's you know things to speed up the game um I'm, i'm a guy who likes to play fast so anything that helps to make the game a little more efficient time wise uh i'm all for um but yeah i don't have any uh, great vision into how how the game could be made a whole a whole lot better. I think I think it's the greatest game on earth. So you know, uh, what- <laughs> if Shivas Iron were given the opportunity and made commissioner of golf and given the opportunity to make changes to the game, do you think he would? Uh, I'm sure he would have something to to offer. Yeah, well, Michael Murphy would be a <clears throat> a better person to ask than than, than I. But uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but. Um, Maybe we got to get Michael yeah, back on the show. Get Michael back. Okay, absolutely. We'll, we'll punch you. Yeah. That. All right, yeah. Mr. Executive Director of the Shiva Siren Society. Yeah. Um, congratulations for getting that position. That's <laughs> well, been that's, about five years now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here's your opportunity to make your pitch mm. on why we should become members to the Shiva Siren Society. Yeah. Who's there? What you guys do? Let's talk about Shiva Science. Okay, well, Shivas.org. yeah, um, I'd like to start off by saying no one should be a member of the Shiva Science Society, um, and everybody could be. Um, 
um, but there's no should about it. Uh, you know, it's, and, and I don't know that there's a calling to be a member of the Shiva Science Society, but the society embraces, I think, the, some of the finer aspects of the game of golf. Um, it, you know, society, uh, as, as a word, uh, is about a coming together uh, for a common thought or purpose. Uh, like the Audubon Society is about uh, love of birds. And uh, the Shiva's Iron Society is about the love of the game of golf, or maybe the love of birdies. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we're, and, and people are members of the society for different reasons. So uh, people uh, want to be affiliated with other, they want to find other like-minded golfers. So if you, if the book Golf in the Kingdom resonates with you, uh, you might be someone who wants to be a member of the Shiva Science Society, so you can meet more people that um, are are like you that appreciate the game for some of the reasons you do. Some of those reasons might be uh, good sportsmanship. Uh, it might be about playing golf uh, in plus fours and playing with hickory sticks. We have some members who are avid hickory players. Um, uh, it might be about um, Tra traveling and, and playing some great courses. The society's gone uh, on trips throughout the years, not over the past couple because of COVID so much. Uh, we do an annual pilgrimage to, to Bandon Dunes. Uh, we had, uh, I think, 18 uh, uh, Shivas members last year who went to Bandon. And, uh, um, you know, we've been doing that for uh, as long as Bandon Dunes has been around. And I've uh, gone around the country playing. And, and over the years, uh, the society's gone to Scotland, Ireland. Uh, I think Australia, uh, Bhutan of all places. Um, Luke Brosterhouse uh, is, is a pro out in Colorado, and he, he took a group and, and taught kids in Bhutan how to play golf. So, um, wow. so getting together to play golf, we go to uh, the San Diego area kind of regularly. I've been to New York and Florida since I've taken over uh, once or twice. And um, um, so, you know, it's, it's about... Um, uh, loving the game. It's not just about travel. It's not about travel. It's, no, it's a, and also something that's um, kind of kind of new with the society. Uh, it's kind of taken on since uh, COVID. Is we've been doing some Zoom calls, some regular Zoom calls, and mm -hmm. um, had Fred Shoemaker and Joe Perrin on. Uh, we've also had some authors. Uh, Martin Wells is, is a Shivas member out in, in the UK. And uh, he's uh, a, a, a psychotherapist and has written a book about mindfulness in golf. Uh, it's called No One Playing. It's a, it's a nice, nice short read. And uh, well, then there's another person we need to get on the show. Absolutely. Uh, Martin is delightful and a, and a wonderful spirit. And uh, uh, yeah, you should definitely get him on. And um, to, uh, not just to plug his book, but uh, just to feel the love. And that's what I think that's what the society is, is about. It's about. Uh, sharing the love and feeling the love and using golf is kind of a metaphor for how we live our lives. And, you know, we live our lives like we're going to live forever and we're not. And it's uh, so it's a, it's a touchstone for um, celebrating how, how precious the game is and how precious in our life is. And when we can come back to, uh, to realizing that, uh, you know, we're only on this, in this space called life for uh, a, you know, a nanosecond, relatively speaking, to the grand perspective of the universe and everything. And, um, you know, I'm getting out there, but it's, you know, it's special. So if you, I'm done. <laughs> but we, we do, we have some great Zoom calls. We have, uh, 
uh, get-togethers on this, our website, which uh, I helped to develop, uh, I, I think, a, a, is, uh, facilitates members finding other members. We have some who like will call me who don't use the website that that, that well because we have an older population. You know, Golf in the Kingdom's been around for a long time, and the Society's been around for 30 years. And, and uh, I'll get a call from, from Bucky Jackson, and he'll say, Hey, Ben, I'm going to Alabama. Who do we have in Alabama that I could call to maybe get around to golf? So... Um, that that, oh, that's very that cool. kind of thing happens as well, and and I think that's a great a great feature and value in the society. And uh, we'd love to have more members. So, um, well, yeah, I was going to ask you: Is there uh, any move to try to not to get new members, but to try to go a little younger too, since it's oh, starting to age out? It feels yeah, like. yeah. No, we've, uh, we've got what some, would you what you, we've got some what younger do about that? Yeah, we've got some younger members. Uh, you know, I think we our our, our group um, are people who are. Uh, who love the game of golf, who are maybe more spiritually oriented than the, the guys who want to just uh, drink and play golf and, and, and shoot the lowest score. So um, if, you, if you find a uh, uh, greater purpose in the game of golf than, than just that, um, then, you know, check out the Shivas Iron Society. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not just for old guys. Uh, and, and there are some younger members, and, uh, and we welcome those. And, and we'll support it for all the same, same reasons. Yeah, and, op- and open to ideas of how to make it more attractive to younger people. So, uh, oh, that's great. And in fact, speaking of younger people, our next Zoom call, which is next uh, Tuesday, um, we've got Adam Hayek coming in. Adam is the CEO of Youth on Course, which is a great organization which helps to get the next generation of golfers access to the game and scholarships and, and, and whole, a lot of great stuff. So. I'll, I'll put that So on. do you record that and put that on the website? Um, I will. Uh, yes, absolutely. Please, because actually um, we're recording this. You're saying it's next week, and that means that when this gets published, that would have been yeah, a it'll be in the past. Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so that, hopefully we we'll, we can still get access to it sure. at Chivas.org. Absolutely, yeah. Excellent, excellent. What is it about Bandon Dunes that's special to Chivas Iron Society? Yeah, well, I think it's it's one of the best links uh, golf areas certainly in, in this country, and. Um, uh, Lynx Golf is kind of what Golf in the King- Kingdom is about from the perspective of um, the, the play of the game. Um, you know, it takes place in Scotland, and that's where Lynx was, that's where golf was invented, some would argue, or most would argue. And um, uh, it's a very, it's a great walk. <clears throat> you know, Bandon Dunes, you have to walk it, it uh, unless you got a note from a doctor. That you, you don't see carts on Bandon Dunes golf courses. And uh, I guess there are, are five or six courses there now. Include the preserve, yeah. the part three. So, um, preserve is awesome. Yeah, that's thirteen holes, right? Yeah, that that is a thirteen hole course. Yeah, and yeah, and short holes yeah. and, and uh, great ocean good, views and stuff. Great. And right, uh, yeah, Kaiser did a great job with uh, uh, creating a links uh, feel. I mean, he found the right places on the ocean. And it's uh, you know windy, and you'll find some tough conditions depending on the t- time of year. But it's uh, I played there about. I think it was about 10 years ago. Um, and I hated it. Huh? While while I was there, I really hated it because um, the winds were so intense and had such a strong impact on everything that we were doing. And it was hard to be in anywhere but in the moment, but thinking about moment going, why am I here? And it's, you know, a long, hard walk. Yeah. And... Then when I got home and I started looking at the pictures, mm-hmm. I was like, "My God, what did I miss?" Yeah, this was a this was amazing. Yeah, and I can't. And so right now we've got a 
couple of us have got a trip scheduled there for 2023. So about eight, 18 months out because 2022 is completely booked, right? And here we are in the first of February and the entire year is already booked abandoned. And they have what you're saying, six courses there now, and you still can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And then what's the joke? I recently heard the difference between playing golf in Ireland and and abandoned dunes is it's easier to get to the courses in Ireland uh, <laughs> than it is at Bandon. Absolutely, it's not an yeah, easy way yeah, to get there. Yeah, but but it, oh, but it's man. worth it's worth going to. I certainly absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, uh, congratulations on your position, and I'm so glad that that Chivas.org still exists, and I'm so glad I'm back to the book yeah. and getting back in touch to why I started doing this show in the first place. Awesome. And it was not about swing mechanics and it was not about training aids. It was about the mystical, wonderful, spiritual, enlightening part of golf that I love from the very moment I started playing. And I really appreciate being reminded. Of How that. sweet that is. And it's, it's just nice to be in touch with you again, Fred. So, um, Look forward to the next time we get to get out there and and play some golf. Okay, I need to share a quick story about three holes in my last round because (laughs) my wife's eyes just glaze over when I talk specifics about my round. So sharing these stories with you is part of why I love doing the podcast. We talk the same language, right? So we played Peacock Gap in San Rafael, California, which we don't play as much as we used to, mainly because the drought has made the course conditions pretty bad, although they do have a great practice facility. So after the first five holes, I was four over, which isn't that bad, but I was four over due to an opening double and then another double on number five which is the number one handicap hole on the course. But I parred number six, par three, and then I had some decisions to make. Number seven is a short par four, only 244 yards from the white tees, but requires a strategic tee shot as there are two bunkers about 20 yards in front of a wide but not too deep green. Plus, there are two greenside bunkers directly behind the green. There was a slight wind at our backs, which is unusual for this hole. I was driving the ball well that day, so I debated as to whether or not I should try to go for it with my driver, as I'd never been so bold before with that hole at that spot. Usually what I would do is hit a hybrid or a five iron to leave a hundred yard blind wedge shot into the green. So... I thought, listen, this round is probably headed in a bad direction, but I really think I can do this. So to my friend's amazement, I pulled out the driver, aiming just over the left bunker and hoping my light fade would do its job. Stepped up to the ball, took a deep breath, dropped the tension from my shoulders and let it rip. And I nailed it. Ball flight was exactly as I saw it in my mind, then took a bounce past the bunker the first bunker, and then kind of disappeared as it went down onto the green complex. As I walked up to the green, I found that my ball had rolled over the green and stopped at the top of a steep little ridge protecting the back bunker and in some tall grass, about four feet past the green and about nine feet from the flag. My light and delicate chip hit my intended target, 
and rolled right next to the hole, stopping at about six feet on the other side of the flag. Took my time, but made the putt for birdie. On to number eight, 462-yard par five. Drive went to the right and into the rough. But a good, that's what I love about par fives, a good second shot with my hybrid positioned my ball to about 100 yards from the center of the green. My third shot with my 49-degree wedge landed about 25 feet to the left of the pin, leaving me with a slight right-to-left break. As I tracked the putt, it had good speed and stopped on the right edge of the hole, paused, and dropped. Another birdie. Now, I don't remember when I've had two birdies in a row. So now we're on to number nine, and that's a dogleg right with water all the way down the right side of the fairway that has swallowed many of my fades and past rounds. This is a 335-yard par four and the 17th handicap hole. So not that tough, right? So it just takes a couple of good shots to avoid the water and a single greenside bunker for one more birdie opportunity. Well, I crushed the drive and pulled my wedge to the left edge of the green leaving me about a 33, 34-foot putt to the center of the green. The putt felt great, but it just slipped by the pro side of the hole, stopping three inches past the cup. Okay, par. So that four over turned into a 38 on the front nine, and then making a bad club selection on number 17 ended up with a six over 41 on the back for a 79 on this par 71 course for the day. Now, without making a stupid shot after some bad results, I still have some trouble selecting the right club for the job every time, but that was a lot of fun for a midweek round. (laughs) I really appreciate you listening to the story. Now, this is the last time I'm going to mention that time is running out to vote for Golf Smarter as the best golf podcast of the year in the inaugural Sports Podcast Awards. So please, go to sportspodcastawards.com sportspodcastawards.com and vote for Golf Smarter before March 1, 2022. They have 24 different sports categories, so you may find other shows that you like, but when it comes to the eight golf podcasts that have been shortlisted by hundreds, the hundreds of entries, hopefully you'll vote for us. I'll leave a link in the show notes and on our website so that you can vote today. Now, before we go... I want to thank Ben Klein for sharing the Chivas Iron Society with us and remind you that golf in the kingdom, even if it's not for everyone, is a pretty important read for any golfer who believes, like me, that golf, like life, presents itself in unique fashions every single day. Their website, shivas.org, S-H-I-V-A-S, shivas.org, has a number of quotes from the book, and I'd like to share just one says, "'Tis a shame, tis a rotten shame, for if ye can enjoy the walkin', ye can probably enjoy the other times in your life when we're in between. And that's most of the time, wouldn't you say? If you're interested in Golf in the Kingdom, please don't see the movie. Just pick up the book. Again, Golf in the Kingdom by Michael Murphy. And Michael has been a guest on Golf Smarter a few times, and our conversations can now also be found on Golf Smarter Mulligans. Today's episode was introduced by Golf Smarter listener Steve Bruskern, 
who plays at the Pinnacle Country Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. And because Steve has participated in this show, he's just won a full year membership to Dynamic Golfers valued at $90. I can't say enough about Dynamic Golfers and how it's helped my mental and physical state when playing golf. And I'd like to give you a full year's membership for free. Just introduce an upcoming Golf Smarter episode. All you have to do is click on the Hey Fred button at golfsmarter.com and let me know that you'd like to introduce our next episode. I'll assign you an episode number, then you call our toll-free Golf Smarter listener line. It's that easy to get a full year's membership to Dynamic Golfers. We thank them so much for how they're helping golfers of all skill levels and their support of Golf Smarter. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.